0: No other book has so profoundly impacted so many lives as the Bible. Welcome to Simply the Bible, the Through the Bible teaching program of Pastor Daryl Zachman of Calvary Chapel, Treasure Valley. Today we look at Psalms 95 and 96, which tell us to sing to the Lord who is our great God and King. We worship Him in the beauty of holiness, for He is coming to judge the earth. We hope you'll join us as Pastor Daryl continues in the Psalms on Simply the Bible. What is worship? And why is it important?
1: And how do we do it? Psalms 95 and 96 form a pair that teach us the value of worship and the worship that pleases God. Psalm 95. Oh, come, let us sing to the Lord. Let us shout joyfully to the rock of our salvation let us come before his presence with thanksgiving let us shout joyfully to him with psalms let us sing to the lord how lovely it is when we hear the birds singing their songs before god on a spring morning and god has given us a voice what better use for it than to sing to our creator we sing joyfully because we know that he is the rock of our salvation Our salvation is on a sure footing. His eternal promises in Jesus Christ. Let us come before his presence with thanksgiving. Now, regardless of our outward circumstances, we can come before God's presence with thanksgiving. According to Ephesians 5, this is the result of being filled with the Spirit. Can we give thanks in everything? Shout joyfully to him. Now I hear the joyful shouts when a person's football team scores a touchdown. Are we so exuberant in shouting joyfully to the Lord for what he has done? The football game will pass, but God's mercies endure forever. For the Lord is the great God and the great King above all gods. In his hand are the deep places of the earth. The heights of the hills are also his. The sea is his, for he made it. And his hands formed the dry land. Who is like the Lord? He is the great God and King. In fact, he is the King of Kings and Lord of Lords, and he is worthy of our praise. He holds the lowest depths and the highest heights. If you could go to the bottom of the ocean, you would not escape his presence. And if you climbed Mount Everest, you would find him there. Likewise, In the low valleys of life, He is there governing the circumstances and holding us in His hand. He is also with us in our most joyful moments in life. Now, during the creation week, God separated the dry land from the sea. And He still commands the proud waves and tells them where to stop. O come, let us worship and bow down. Let us kneel before the Lord, our Maker. For he is our God, and we are the people of his pasture and the sheep of his hand. Let us worship and bow down. Now, what is worship? The Hebrew word means to bow down. When we praise, we look up. But when we worship, we bow down. We rejoice in our praises, and we bow down in submission to our glorious King. We can pray standing, sitting. Or driving, But there is a beautiful submission in the posture of kneeling before the Lord. We bow before our Maker in an act of reverence and surrender to His Lordship. Now, I do believe the posture of the heart is more important than the posture of the body. But the position of our body can indicate the attitude of our heart. Our heart should be submitted to God. Now, he is our God, and we are the people of his pasture and the sheep of his hand. We belong to him, and he belongs to us. As our good shepherd, he cares for us, protects us, and guides us. Today, if you will hear his voice, do not harden your hearts as in the rebellion, as in the day of trial in the wilderness. When your fathers tested me, they tried me, though they saw my work. For 40 years I was grieved with that generation and said, it is a people who go astray in their hearts and they do not know my ways. So I swore in my wrath, they shall not enter my rest. Today, if you will hear his voice. God dwells in the eternal present. Today is the day of salvation. Yesterday is past. Tomorrow may never come. We have today to worship God and to do His will. He is speaking, but are we listening? We listen to many voices in this world, but are we listening to His voice? Do not harden your hearts. Here is a stern warning. Only God can soften our hearts, but we can harden our own hearts. We do this by ignoring God's word but it has devastating results. I have seen that many times in people's lives where they have ignored the word of God, hardened their hearts, and suffered grave consequences. Now, the psalmist reminds them of Israel's trial in the wilderness. The Lord delivered them from slavery in Egypt through many miracles. And about two years later, he brought them to the entry of the promised land. But when God told them to go into the land... They in their hearts. They didn't believe that God would give them the land, but that their children would die. They rebelled against the word of the Lord. Therefore, God was angry with that generation. He vowed that no one 20 years older, older would go into the promised land, but their children would be the ones who would do it. Now, the children of Israel spent the next 38 years in the wilderness until every one of that generation died. It was a lost generation because they lost so much opportunity and joy because of their unbelief and rebellion. God declared that they would not enter His rest. Now this verse is quoted in Hebrews 4 to show us that there remains a promised land of rest for those who believe in Jesus Christ. Have you entered His rest? Are you resting from your own efforts of trying to be good enough and receiving by faith the righteousness that he gives to those who trust in him. Psalm 96, Oh, sing to the Lord a new song. Sing to the Lord all the earth. Sing to the Lord, bless his name. Proclaim the good news of his salvation from day to day. Declare his glory among the nations, his wonders among all nations peoples. In Sunday school, we used to sing, if you're saved and you know it, say amen. The assurance of our salvation is a great reason to sing a new song with new words and a renewed enthusiasm. He says to proclaim the good news of his salvation. We must not hoard the good news of our salvation. We must proclaim it to everyone. Everyone needs to know that they can be forgiven of their sins and have eternal life. Let us never be ashamed of the gospel of Jesus Christ, but boldly proclaim it to those who need to hear. Declare his wonders among all peoples. Now, if I were a salesman, I could not sell a product I didn't believe in. Now, I would never call myself a salesman for God. And certainly he is not a product. But I love declaring the wonders of God to anyone who will listen because I believe in him and in his mighty works and in his grace and love. For the Lord is great and greatly to be praised. He is to be feared above all gods for all the gods of the peoples are idols. But the Lord made the heavens honor and majesty are before him strength and beauty are in his sanctuary. The Lord is great. Need we say anything else? He is to be feared above all gods. The gods of the nations were a constant temptation to Israel. But what were these gods? Dead idols, they could not hear nor speak. Yet the people feared and served them. Now we look down on such superstitious ignorance. But do we worship idols? An idol is anything that comes between us and our worship of God. It could be your business, your children, or yourself, or your own desires. But God is worthy to be feared and loved above all such idols that ultimately cannot save. God made the heavens. Honor and majesty go before him. Strength and beauty are found in his sanctuary. I love that. Because when we go to worship the Lord, we go to a church service and we worship Him, we find beauty in the Lord. Even if we just go into our own devotional time, we find beauty in the Lord. And in that beauty, He gives us His strength. Give to the Lord, O families of the peoples. Give to the Lord glory and strength. Give to the Lord the glory to His name. Bring an offering and come into His courts. Oh, worship the Lord in the beauty of holiness. Tremble before him all the earth. Give to the Lord glory and strength. How do we do that? We do it by our praises and thanksgiving. Bring an offering and come into his courts. Today, there is no earthly temple where we can do that. The offering God desires from us is ourselves. In Romans 12:1, we are told to present our bodies to the Lord as a living sacrifice, holy and acceptable to God, which is our reasonable service. Worship the Lord in the beauty of holiness. Now, what worship pleases God? What worship does he consider to be beautiful? It is the worship we present in holiness. In other words, our lips match our behavior if we come to church to worship god but do not have clean hands and a pure heart then our worship is a farce it would be better for us to first beat our breasts and say oh lord be merciful to me a sinner and then we could bring our offering of thanksgiving for his forgiveness Say among the nations, the Lord reigns. The world also is firmly established. It shall not be moved. He shall judge the peoples righteously. And so we need to declare to the peoples that the Lord reigns. They need to know that, especially in these days. And the world is firmly established by Him. He's in control. It's turning on its axis because God is allowing it to. He's protecting us from any crazy asteroid coming in and just destroying the planet. He's in control and he will return to judge the peoples righteously. Let the heavens rejoice and the earth be glad. Let the sea roar and all its fullness. Let the field be joyful and all that is in it. Then all the trees of the woods will rejoice before the Lord for he is coming for he is coming to judge the earth. He shall judge the world with righteousness and the peoples with his truth. So this is a call for all creation to rejoice. And we are told in Romans 8 that creation right now is groaning because it has been subjected to futility because of sin and death in the world. But even creation is anticipating the day when Jesus will come to restore things to their rightful place. And we also should join with creation in that celebration and anticipation of the Lord coming again to judge the world in righteousness and truth. And that is something for us to
0: get excited about. please contact us through our website. Next time, we'll look at Psalms 97 and 98, which call us to rejoice in the Lord because he reigns over all the earth. All idols bow down before him, and he has made his salvation known everywhere. We hope you'll join us as we continue in the Psalms on Simply the Bible.